Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Wrestling fans of the casual variety, we are back. Your hosts, Cam and Jory. Say hi, Jory. Hey, guess what? We're back from Australia. That's right. Yeah. We were... if we went down under. (laughs) We went to Australia from the safety of our homes at a reasonable time. Because, well, I watched it at a reasonable time. You didn't. I watched watched half of it. At a re- I actually I rewatched it. I watched half of it at an unreasonable time, and then when I heard the bronze scream, I went. To sl- I literally rolled over and just went to sleep immediately. But Super Showdown, it happened, and we're going to talk about it here on CWFP. It's a big pay per view for the beginning of October. Evolution's at the end of the month, and this is pretty cool that Australia got a big show at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Even though some people say Melbourne, like bun. Have yeah. you been hearing that? Yeah. Isn't it people from there say it like that sometimes? They say Melbourne. That makes sense. Okay. I don't know anything. I've never been, I've never even been east of the Mississippi. So I don't, I literally don't know anything. So uh, I don't want to talk about the entirety of Super Show because a lot of it was lot. inconsequential. A lot of it was very house show type stuff. Yeah. But let's. Let's do bullet points for shit that didn't matter. The New Day beat the bar because that title's not changing here. And this and Cesaro did the swing. That's he hasn't yeah. done that in a while. That was exciting. He he did it at an NXT thing recently. Like he popped up and what's up with all the guys at NXT shows? They just want to work with Triple H. That's all. It is. Yeah, and I guess uh, him and Cassius Ono were like big on the Indies together. Oh, that makes sense. They were they came up at NXT around the same time before. Yeah. Cash just had to leave. <laughs> and then Charlotte Flair beat Becky Lynch by disqualification because Becky hit her with the belt, making uh, SmackDown uh, a disqual. If Becky's disqualified, she loses the belt. But who gives a shit because they just want to give us the same match over and over again because there's not other women on the roster. All no. right. John Cena and Bobby Lashley beat Kevin Owens and Elias. So is Bobby Lashley trying to fend himself off in a handicap match until... He tags in John Cena with hair, and then John Cena is an anime character. He does his two known finishers, then he unleashes the sixth move of death, which has a name in Mandarin Chinese. Which, did you hear in, I can't remember, I think it was Renee Young who said it, that for like the past three months, he's only been speaking Mandarin? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I've I've seen that online, too. Like, I've seen that online corroborated as, like, a legit thing. Because he's just been in China shooting a movie like a, that yeah. Jackie Chan is in. So... He's been training with Jackie Chan. And his new move in English is Lightning Fist. And 
He's so much like an anime character, he does a pose before he does it, screams the name, unleashes it, and wins. And while I feel bad for Elias, that was great. <laughs> it was good. He is IRL Fist of the North Star. <laughs> exactly. Fist of the Never Give Up. And I, I desperate, I want him to win 17 with, with that move. Me, me too. And I want him to win 17 with his dad here. <laughs> I wish. I de- he kind of looked like JBL with it. And JBL Dude, tweet- yeah, like, quote tweeted him saying, You know, only guy- only hot guys have this kind of hair. Ooh, I don't know real humor. <laughs> I'm going to go back to watching Fox News anyway. <laughs> but the only thing I wish they could add, and I don't know how they could do this in a wrestling context, is I want, th- I want them to be create a way to sell that using that punch like physically drains cena (laughs) yeah he could he could like take a he could like take a a a fatigued looking knee afterward and then try to go for the cover that would be cool (laughs) like (laughs) i want to go full anime here because i want it to be like to, to be like the end of an anime arc where he's he's against randy orton that's the only person I can think of who's like, because he's been like half in a feud with him since they were in OVW. So yeah, they've came up together. They've had this storied history together. I'm sure they've had great matches together. It's just like the main event of WrestleMania, and it's for a vacated title for 17. <laughs> and Orton has been doing his sadistic stuff. And John Cena's like down on the ground. He's like, I don't, th- I don't think I can do it. And or- Orton's about to arc, like set up for the RKO, and then he unleashes he it. He does the pounce, and he- then <laughs> after he does the pounce, Cena does the 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 expose. Oh my god! He dude. does the expose. and does the punch, and then as Orton goes down, Cena like collapses over on top of Orton and wins <laughs> seventeen unconscious. You know how many people would be mad that it didn't just end with a million AAs? Like, that would and, be incredible. And then he doesn't celebrate with a belt or anything. And then on Raw or SmackDown the following week, we get like an out of arena segment. Like last week following WrestleMania, last Sunday following WrestleMania, it's John Cena in like the hospital, like super bandaged up, and he's waking up. <laughs> And it's like all of his friends are around him, like you did it, John. You beat Ric Flair, and Ric Flair is there. And he's like, "I'm proud of you, kid." Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair is so old by this point that he can't even remember the "I'm proud of you, kid." So he just guttural woo. Woo! Woo! Everyone's doing in the crowd, and Vince is in the back, like, "What is happening? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Everyone's having fun." <laughs> It's. <laughs> I I I think I'm gonna like John Cena going forward. I'm not, I'm not a big Cena guy. I feel like guys like Cena is part of what made me less interested in wrestling like, fifteen years ago. I think just the overpush. I like Cena, but the idea that he won sixteen titles over the course of, what ten years? That's. That's insane. 16 world titles. That's that's, that's yeah. ridiculous. Let me do the math of how many titles that is a year. It's not... It's like... It's like a belt and a half a year. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's lucrative, so was yeah. a good decision. And he's, he's, the, he's the new Hogan. And the new Rock. Yeah, I think I think in like five years he's gonna be in more movies than The Rock. Better movies think, even. Yeah, I think he's well the Rock's in pretty okay movies. Sky Sky Skyscraper, whatever it's called, that was pretty okay. <laughs> but uh I think he's surpassed Rock in terms of like overall cultural relevance. Yeah. Uh everyone still knows wrestling. that John Cena was a wrestler and The Rock is I I more people will call him Dwayne Johnson than yeah. The Rock. Maybe not overall cultural relevance, but in terms of wrestling, because The Rock, like as soon as he could hit Hollywood, he did. He was like, "I'm not doing this shit forever." But uh, yeah. And then John Cena cut a weird promo. It's it's usually his like, it's the, the like house show thing they do when they're in like Japan or something. He like thanks everybody if they're in if they're in a place where they don't speak English. He he says something in in their language like if they're in Japan Japanese if they're in China he'll speak Mandarin or something. It's just it's just because he's like an ambassador at this point. Everyone knows mm. him, so they have the most popular guy go. Hey, thanks for coming out and liking wrestling. It felt like uncomfortably somber to me. It felt like a goodbye. It didn't. It it felt. It didn't. It it started to feel like a goodbye, but it it also f- may, maybe it's just because a lot of people maybe just he, he sees a lot of buzz online when especially when he's gone shooting movies that like is Cena just done with wrestling and he's like yeah. no I still love doing this it's just I can't do it forever but I still yeah. love doing it. He's definitely getting to the end of wrestling. He's get he's probably coming to the end of being full-time because he's he's part-time but he's like somewhere in between part-time and full-time also you know like he shows up way more than certain people do and he and he still wrestles maybe what like six or seven times a year which isn't a lot compared to like seth rollins obviously but he's still there he's he is the same age as our last universal champion but looks uh, in way better condition. Are these exactly the same age? Uh, there's like three months separating them. Wow. Speaking of condition, Cena looks very thin in comparison yeah, to what he's, he did when we He last has saw him. been slimming down. Yeah. I imagine he's probably on a because he's been training with Jackie Chan. I'm sure he's on a strict diet. Yeah, it, less protein stuff too. Less like yeah. protein powder and weightlifting. More of like meditation and you know like boxing type training you're definitely gonna be slimmer doing that kind of thing yeah opposed to just pumping iron like like you can see the image of lashley here jesus (laughs) that's that's just eating protein powder and lifting weights yeah but uh then next the iconics won at home and oscar is now two and four at pay-per-views in 2018 um okay. ouch AJ Styles beat Samoa Joe with uh with a submission to retain the title and it also caused I think kayfabe injury to Samoa Joe kind of but it could be semi real because Joe's knees are like held not together good. by fucking hopes and dreams at this point yeah, yeah they're not good <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Which the, the match was exciting. There's there's a lot of close was, falls. It was really good. Yeah, I the the this amount a of coquina clutches that should have continued were is a lot, and I I wanted I wanted Styles to to go night night. Yeah, that's okay. Styles will probably go night night against his next opponent, who is a part of the most disappointing thing on this card. Uh, Daniel Bryan, in the match that lasted a total of probably a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was watching, and I was like, cool, the match started. Then I was like, hey, dogs, I sure do have three of you, and you guys are kind of cute. Ding, ding, ding! What the fuck? I was looking at my phone, because I was like, well, this match is going to go on for like 15 minutes, so I'm not missing a whole lot right here. And it ended. I seriously, I don't know what the ending looks like. I did not go back and watch it again. I just, I saw Daniel Bryan rolling out of the ring and walking up the ramp with his hand held up, in the midst screaming. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you'd have the potentially most exciting match, on the card, be a joke match kind of, and it's all set up for SmackDown Live where AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan were on an episode of Miz TV where they made sexual innuendo about the ability for uh, Mrs. ability to last. So yeah. That's, a, that's pretty funny, <laughs> but not worth ruining a pay-per-view match. It's the only thing I can think of is they're like, they, they're only going to let us have this stadium, this cricket arena for so long because we got to play some sport that Americans don't care about. Or they... They just wanted to have Daniel Bryan win and get it over with? It was probably more of not wanting to go too long, having a set amount of time that you want to go, and you want the the main event to go as long as it did, which was pretty long, much longer than I anticipated. Yeah. So <laughs> what are you going to cut out? Usually you would cut out... The Iconics versus Asuka and Naomi, but the Iconics are at home in Australia, so they have to go on. So something else has to get cut, and it was this. <laughs> so, very unfortunate. And there we got uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bellas in a match that was bad, and at least it ended cool. <laughs> that's that's what I can say for the match, is who gives a shit, but it had a cool ending. A double arm bar is really cool. Yep. It was very good. And it was against the like. Um, so Ruby Riot is Dr. Robotnik and Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan <laughs> are the weird like chicken and like pointy nose robots. So that's, so that's how it was against the pointy nose robot chicken. Somebody knows the name. I don't know. I don't think I ever knew their names. Jinder Mahal knows. Yeah. Jinder screaming at the car He's, driving to a different city right now. He's furious. You fucking idiot. <laughs> How do you not know Sonic lore? Sunil and, Sunil and Alicia Fox are just like, Jesus Christ, please. <laughs> He's like swerving on the fucking highway at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> it's Dr. Eggman, you motherfucker. Okay, there's our there's our there's our gender like Sonic for the moment. <laughs> he, 
<laughs> he hasn't he hasn't come up for a while because he's not on TV anymore. Unfortunate. Um, yeah, good ending. Uh, I was expecting something after this match, but it actually happened on Raw, so we'll talk about that during Raw. <laughs> Next was a Cruiserweight Championship match, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy, the best match of this, the whole card. Yeah, this is. I think it feels like this was the whole reason the pay-per-view happened. Yeah, was so Cedric Alexander could finally lose his title to somebody in their home country. Buddy Murphy is from Melbourne. That's fun <laughs> to say. Uh, and they were on their feet for Buddy the whole time. And it was a very, yeah. very good cruiserweight exhibition. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that the belt is has finally moved it's been a long since wrestlemania cedric alexander has had it and before that it was dormant and before that it was held by someone who probably should have never held a belt in wwe other than uh, a tag title occasionally but uh yeah it was it was really 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 great to watch uh buddy murphy get the recognition in his hometown <laughs> The emotion was real, and I don't know about you, but him kicking out after taking a, a incredibly nasty lumbar check. That that he he's the first to kick out of the lumbar check in over twelve months. That stat is real. Oh, holy he's shit! The, f- the lumbar check is usually like curtains, but not tonight. That was very good. <laughs> they did have a fight earlier in the year for the cruiserweight title in Cedric Alexander's hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. And Cedric won, obviously. And Buddy won in his hometown of Melbourne, Australia. So that's that's really cool that they both maintain that home field advantage. That's a really interesting thing. But, uh... Braun, am I right? I want to do the Braun... Ah, yeah, Braun. Hooray, Braun. Braun versus the Shield. Is 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 Dean Ambrose gonna leave the Shield? Maybe on Monday, but tonight, no. He's still with his brothers. brothers. Their entrance is cool with the face masks. Yeah, I was disappointed when they didn't have the face masks masks on on Monday. That was. A bummer. I liked those. This match doesn't matter because they did it again two days later. (laughs) That's, that's, yeah. It was, (laughs) it was, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I mean, we've been watching it for three Um, months, two months now, since it's like (laughs) July. We've been watching these six guys go at it. So it's just like, uh, well, I guess since August is when Dean came back, but. Yeah, it's it's okay. We'll we'll talk about it later, probably. Um, but hey, the main event. <laughs> last time ever, probably not the Undertaker versus Triple H. The last time ever in a singles match. Okay, that's fair. Uh, well, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, and I I guess well. According to JoJo, as of them walking to the ring, it was a no disqualifications match. Which... It's probably because they looked at what they had like written down for what they wanted to do, and they were like, 
Oh, the ref could ring the bell immediately. All right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we couldn't get all of the throwbacks. We couldn't get Sweet Chin music on The Undertaker. Get the, sl- the sledgehammer without, without the bell ringing. <laughs> the sledgehammer is the weirdest thing. The sledgehammer always, I think we've talked about this on this show before, yeah. the sledgehammer always scared the shit out of me, and he never used it in the way that I thought he would, but it's like, you could, someone's head turns into a watermelon if you yeah. use that correctly, and it's like, this is a sport, so like, nine-year-old Cam is going like, oh my god, he's gonna kill him over a sport. <laughs> over a piece of metal. This is ridiculous. I, I really, as a kid... When it, it de- was still real to me, damn it! I did not like Triple H. Un, I, it, it does make him look more intimidating, which I think is the point of it. Yeah, more so that it is like a scary weapon because it's about as effective as when the shield had axe handles. <laughs> e, e, that is that's silly. The axe handles are like it's funny that they call them equalizers because they don't want to just say axe handle because an axe handle is like. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> An equalizer sounds sounds like they could pose a legitimate threat. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got a whole lot of everything in this. <laughs> they they played the hits, man. That's a now that's what I call wrestling CD. That's what the, <laughs> that was pretty 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 much what I expected. That now that's what I call wrestling is going to be crown jewel. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. No kidding. <laughs> Which we are not covering here on CWFP. <laughs> Which also might not happen. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, weird, weird shit going on with that. It's... We, we did get all the hits. We got... Shawn Michaels can execute that Sweet Chin music a lot, a lot better than I thought he'd be able to. Yeah, it's still the best-looking super kick. I mean, other than the Young Bucks, of course. It's still the best-looking super kick I can think of. So, so when when the Young Bucks debut, they're, they're gonna be it's gonna be like super kick party, and then it's gonna it's gonna do record scratch, Dolph Ziggler record scratch. Isn't it nice that we don't hear that anymore because he just comes oh. out with Braun? Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I didn't realize it until you said it. And I felt like warmth wash over me. We're gonna get the the Dolph Ziggler record scratch into girl screeching, and he's <laughs> he's gonna come up and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You think you boys know how to super kick?" And then, because Triple H knows how to book things, he won't have uh, Shawn Michaels bury the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks will super kick him, and he'll like super sell, like jump backwards over the top rope. <laughs> And he'll land out of the ring and, like, look up, grabbing his jaw, like, whoa. And he'll have his mic magically and be like, you guys are pretty good. Yeah. And then some general manager will come out and then be like, you guys get the hell out of the ring. We got a scheduled match. It'll be like Baron Corbin. And then, like, he'll empty the locker room and they'll all be running down just getting super kicked by the three of them. <laughs> yeah. That would be the coolest fucking thing. Holy shit. Fantasy booking is dangerous. <laughs> just let us for reals book yeah WWE. hunter give us but, the damn book guess guess what everyone triple h came out on top after all these years wow he, got, he used he used the sledgehammer he used the pedigrees and he beat the undertaker and him and Shawn michaels were crying which is that was a real moment that was probably pretty real yeah yeah 
I believe in that. They're in a totally straight embrace, and they get up and celebrate, and then they invite The Undertaker and Kane up to celebrate because, you know, it's, it's a sport. They're all sport, good sports. They're going to celebrate together. They've had a long history together. But, oh, oh, no! Look at that. The Brothers of Destruction chokeslam the shit out of Triple H. And uh, and Shawn Michaels and I think both of them got Tombstone <laughs> yep. drivers. Yep. Ouch. <laughs> they and, didn't have uh, to pay fines in Australia, I'm sure. Yep. Much like uh, <laughs> much like Khabib versus McGregor, Triple H versus Undertaker showed very little sportsmanship after the match. <laughs> Topical. Sportsmanship is dead in fight sports, ladies and gentlemen. But how come I didn't see much coverage on this on ESPN? Hmm. <laughs> they don't like they don't like the good stuff. They don't like the good stuff. This is uh <laughs> This is Hunter Hunter and ESPN is watching My Hero Academia. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, that's Super Showdown. Unless you got anything else you want to add about Super Showdown. Uh don't don't pack pay-per-views so close together, please. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> ridiculous. At least hey, when we you... got to wrestle at this one. All yeah, right. I'm happy about that. <laughs> it's Monday Night Raw, and, you know, I get home at, um, after work on Mondays, and I sit down in front of the TV. Actually, usually I'm, like, in the kitchen making my dinner before wrestling starts, feeding yeah. the dogs. And I hear Michael Cole go, it's Monday Night Raw! And I'm like, come on, Brandon, fucking wait. do it! No, it's, instead it was a, I am the game! Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. the game came out, and so did Shawn Michaels. And Triple H, and they cut a good promo together. These guys have great synergy, they know how to do their jobs. They sh- are getting fat paychecks. It's the only reason they're doing this. <laughs> and so I'm going to, before we continue, I'm going to pose, I'm going to bring something up that I'm not sure if you saw online, but during this promo okay. segment, I saw someone tweet, remember when 20 years ago they used to make fun of WCW for using old men as their talent? All four of these men are older than Hogan and Macho Man were in WCW. Yeah, that's and that's a very astute observation. That's that's incredible that that was brought up. I want to applaud that person, and I agree with them. And I'd have to say, uh, all four of these men, albeit they are doing the work and accepting the paychecks, but if they were told by some divine wrestling uh, being. Vince McMahon, hey, we're going to cut your your thing short because we want to put some younger guys on. We want to do Balor versus Rollins as the main event of Crown Jewel. They would probably go, well, that might not be the soundest business decision, but we'd love to put them on over ourselves. Uh, it's it's this, this whole thing is just mostly for the Saudi Arabia show because they want to see old wrestlers, the people who are paying for the show's in Saudi Arabia to be done. They want to see older wrestlers. That's why we got the dumbass shit like the Saudi prince wanting, uh, I don't remember the big sumo wrestler guy's name, so they got a just a, some sumo wrestler from Japan now. It's ridiculous, but yeah. It, it, it is crazy that they, they, they once 
DX probably once made fun of WCW <laughs> for having old guys, and look at them yeah. now—the same thing. And and they're they're going as DX, and the 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 thing that will make me like go from eh to being kind of okay is. I, I'd like them to, as old men, cut juvenile, stupid fucking promo videos. Yeah. Yeah, just filled with innuendo and dumb bullshit. I'd, that would yeah. be great. Because the joke from that really would be that they're that old, but they're still acting like this. Yeah. And That'd did you did funny. you did you see how lifeless and dead Shawn Michaels looked when he had to go? And if you ain't down with that, <laughs> I got two good. words for ya. It it probably feels good to do it again, but <laughs> like I was saying earlier, like uh, Shawn Michaels is the one that like pushed for American Dragon Daniel Bryan to like uh, be. In dark matches before SmackDown tapings. Like, that's something you can see on the network. Is you can go on there and watch the Daniel Bryan collection. And Shawn Michaels, like, kicks off the actual matches stuff. Talking about how, like, he was pissed that they almost cut the dark match section that uh, Brian Kendrick and Daniel Bryan were supposed to be in. So he, like, yelled at Vince until Vince was like, okay, whatever, put him on. And then they went and had, like... <laughs> a match to a silent quarter of a crowd. So he would much rather have younger guys than doing it himself. Which brings me to how this all probably started. Triple H was probably at the Performance Center and the experience, the Velveteen Dream, was probably laying there. And as Triple H walked by, he was like, bet you couldn't beat The Undertaker. <laughs> and then Triple H was like, oof. <laughs> Just set all this up. <laughs> If, if if anything, these guys will probably be on TV more. Yeah, probably. Uh, at least until Crown Jewel's over. I'd like to see Triple H on TV in, in a bigger capacity, but he does so much shit, it's impossible. Next, we got... Uh, we got a big old bully Bobby Lashley. With his, with his loud mouthpiece, Leo Rush cheering him on at ringside which Chicago did not like this it was uncomfortable for a while <laughs> yeah it was for it was most effective though you I, I just think, want you want to be annoying which worked uh, it's it was is very uncomfortable because like going after a certain point Chicago was not was definitely not enjoying it and it, it just it made me feel like they were just going to keep it going and they're going to just keep this together and Bobby Lashley is going to be a face and they they don't care what anyone says. But I think he's he's going to be effective as a heel now that he yeah. just bullied fatty, fat, fat, fat Kevin Owens fat. Hey, do you guys know he's he's overweight? He has, he has a, he has a, he has a, he's fat. <laughs> he's, it's. It's he's a comedy act because he's fat and not buff. You see that, Jerry? Did you see that? He's he, Bobby Lashley, fit. 
Kevin Owens fat. Is this the Drake meme where Drake doesn't like Kevin Owens, but then he he's pointing <laughs> at Bobby? That's probably what's happening here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, despite being one of the best wrestlers in the world, you know. But this was to write him off. I saw a bunch of people talking about how this was an expertly uh, crafted double turn. But it wasn't a double turn if one person's not going to be showing up for the next nine months. I I don't want Kevin Owens to be a face anyway. I think he would probably end up, him and Sami Zayn would end up just being neutral. They would just be like in that gray area where they they do whatever it takes. We we live in an era where wrestling has been around in this form for almost a hundred years. And... We live in the 90s. You got in the 80s, you just had good guy, good guys, bad guy, bad guys. It was obvious. In the 90s, you got the good guys who weren't, who didn't always behave like good guys. It's a very 90s mm-hmm. thing. And then in the 2000s, I don't know what the theme of it was. It's kind of a blend of both, it's kind of a mixture. And now we live in an era of just real life storytelling where we're socially and consciously aware enough that people are both. <laughs> and Sometimes good people do bad things. Sometimes bad people do okay things. And that's and hard to reflect in wrestling, probably. <laughs> it's... It will be mastered soon, probably. I'm thinking I, in the next, like, five years they're gonna they're gonna be able to... What's weird about it that it's not already mastered is that people are so, like, unpredictable in things. And if you could reflect that, you could do so many cool, like, just heel turns. Like, someone could do something bad for the first six months of the year, and then they could be a good guy for the next six months. Or, you know, whatever. Or... They're motivated by money or opportunity. That seems to be, like, the groundwork is there, but it feels like WWE writers are so afraid to, like, have things change that they don't capitalize on the groundwork being already laid for those things. You already have stuff like uh, like Dolph Ziggler with the, the Hounds of War. Like, he was a bad guy, or the Dogs of War, whatever. He was he was a bad guy with these guys, but they're kind of mean to him because he's smaller and always loses. So maybe he'll help the shield, the good guys, get one up on these two. But now that I'm talking about it and thinking it through, I think the real reason it doesn't happen is because you got you got to put on a show every week, so you you do have to draw <laughs> things out, which sucks. It was uh, I'm I'm sad Kevin Owens is gonna be gone for a while, but. Me too. I know it's like a minor surgery, so it's more preemptive. So it just means we'll get more of him for longer. Yeah, and I like that. I I know that's kind of the same thing with Sami Zayn. It's like, if you don't do this now, it could get worse and you could be out even longer. So, Or your career might have to end like three years earlier than it should. Maybe long term... I'm hoping that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. In April at WrestleMania. Yep. In New York. Yeah. Yeah. And they share it. They refuse to eliminate each other or they, they, they jump out at the same time. I, I yeah, I I, des- I want them to, like, co-hold a belt because I want it to just be, like, 
like children saying that they're gonna share custody of like a toy <laughs> or something <laughs> i want it to be like that <laughs> following lashley becoming a bad guy which he he definitely did need um definitely yes uh ronda rousey and the bell twins got a rematch against the riot squad because who cares if we show you the same mat- match again, because we didn't intend to do anything um, the first time. Just do it again. We'll They'll do it, ag- it again. They're we'll- fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, we are. We'll we'll put it on the show where stuff that's stuff matters. Um, let's see. Brie Bella and Liv Morgan had an uncomfortable screaming match. Liv Morgan shoot slapped Brie Bella. I'm convinced that that was. That was a very shoot slap. That was. I I hope so. Me too. (laughs) Because that's it's it's irresponsible. Um, And guess other than that, it was just a match. And then Ronda Rousey beat him. And then they celebrate, but they're taking nine years to celebrate. They go all the way around the ring to each camera. And then they do it a second time. <laughs> and before they can do it a third time, Nikki attacks like everyone is expecting to happen at Super Show. And then Nikki just beats the shit out of her with, with Brie. And it was... I, I can't say much for their uh, their wrestling. Nikki is just, I think, is just overall better in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. She is a good heel, and she was very convincing, and seemed ve- it was very scary, her, like, just destroying Ronda Rousey. She's a very good heel. Uh, yeah, it's what I expected to happen in Super Showdown, like you said. I'm not sure why... Because it's a house show. <laughs> yeah, oof. That's uh, the reason why I was like a glorified house show. We saw the cruiserweight belt get moved there because no one watches 205 Live. Yeah. I just... I guess it's because Triple H can depend on the audiences for NXT TakeOvers having watched his show, but he but Vince can't, and his, his writers can't depend on the audience for Raw having watched Super Showdown. Yeah. So... That's why it didn't happen at Super Showdown. But that you have real wrestling fans there. The reaction is better. That's going to get more people interested in it when you show it in the arena in, in Chicago, which I don't understand why you wouldn't assume people from Chicago have, haven't have watched Super Showdown. It's one of the biggest wrestling cities in the country, if not the biggest. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just you should have just done it at Super Showdown and then had like the Bellas or Rousey come out and address the situation instead of just doing the same match again and then... Having this heel sh- heel turn on a show where that only two million people are watching, I, I think I think if it was like a regular pay per view, it would have b- happened. It probably would have happened, yeah. But but yeah, later on, uh, acting general manager TGA Friday's manager uh, made a match at Evolution between Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella for the Raw Women's Championship. Yep. Uh, so there's. there's They've already wasted uh, three matches at Evolution. Hey, hey! At least they condensed another one in into um, another match, right? It was yeah. gonna be well, 
you know, I, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> let's get through. Let's get through Raw first. There's a couple more things to touch on. Um, hey, they did mix match challenge on Raw, and it was as expected. Uh, yeah, it's these these four. That's these five people are all fun to watch interact. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor and Bailey. Did you notice that Bailey's arm like tassels were red and black? I did. And she's wearing red, red and black gear, so she's going to be <laughs> demon. <laughs> I God, I hope so at TLC. That would be so cool. <laughs> and isn't that when Finn Balor just pulled out the demon last year? Because uh, of because his no, match got changed? Because Bray Wyatt was, was like sick or something? It was what? Clash of Champ... B- Survivor Series. I always do Survivor that. Survivor Series. I always do that. <laughs> I, can't. I would say it wasn't at Clash of Champions. <laughs> it was. It was definitely. Yeah, it was Survivor Series where he was Demon Finn Balor against okay. AJ Styles. And that was like the week before AJ Styles won the WWE title last year. Ooh. Yeah, that it's Finn Balor and Bailey are they're good friends in real life, so they're they're good on screen. Uh, Alicia Fox is still like crazy. Jinder Mahal still loves Sonic, and Sunil is still uh, a beta. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Samir to come back so they can fusion dance and form uh, Jinder the Mahal. Great Kali. The Great Kali. <laughs> Good. Um. So all right, Jury, take the take the reins. Take so the damn this, reins on this. This thing. This Barry Corbin. They set up. They set up a global battle royal for... There's a WWE World Cup that's being... There's like a King of the Ring style tournament, I think is how they're doing it. Yeah, and it it makes sense that they're calling it World Cup because what do people in Saudi Arabia love and everywhere else except for this country? Fucking soccer. So yeah. you do like a little tournament bracket to find out who's the best wrestler in WWE. Yeah. Well, that would be AJ Styles because he's WWE champion, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't I think matter. I think most of what, from the current lineup, it seems like it's going to be mostly like older people. Yeah. Because so John, John Cena just... They gave a good case for why he just gets to enter. He's next to Ric Flair. He has both championships. The vignette showing him off, while it is exhausting, it's also very cool. Yeah. I didn't realize until then that that's where they got the Ruthless Aggression name for the for that era. Yeah, it's all him. It started <laughs> with that moment. Yeah. But Baron Corbin's like, hey, I set up... A battle royal for the next spot. And backstage segment, Heath Slater's like, I'd like to represent West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. Fallout 76. <laughs> oh, he's getting a... He, I want uh, him to be in <laughs> Fallout 76. Okay, I'll name my character in the uh, beta that happens at the end of the month. Heath Slater. <laughs> I'll just name it I Got Kids. How about that? <laughs> but he's the setup but he's like no you're not good enough and then baron corbin of course is in it and there's just nine nobodies in there i'm not gonna say other names and of course baron corbin seems to win 
he eliminates everyone even though they all gang up on him at first. He's like, for impartiality, I've gathered all the greatest people from around the world. <laughs> for impartiality. And he, Corbin thought he won, but it turns out that some chubby, stocky guy in gold with a fat-ass thick neck didn't get eliminated. Yeah, the Conquistador. And, yeah, the Conquistador from you, Spain. We all know the Conquistador. Yeah. He's huge as, Lucha Underground, Impact, New <laughs> Japan. As Michael Cole said, I saw him beat JBL once. I mean, <laughs> I've probably seen Michael Cole beat JBL once, but what is, we can talk but, about that another time. And, and he gets into the ring, and my brain clicks, and I'm like, huh. Who on the WWE roster has a fat fucking neck? <laughs> I don't know. Su- German suplex. Hmm. That's not Chad Gable. A second time. Another German suplex. I'm like... Jason Jordan? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jason Jordan? Is he okay? Third. I'm like, oh... I'm fucking stupid because they zoom in on his face and I see that just dumb fucking blank stare. (laughs) And like, oh, okay. And Baron Corbin gets eliminated. And who's under the mask? (laughs) Boy. Kurt fucking Angle. He he beat Baron Corbin with a broken freaking neck. It's it's incredible. It is incredible. I was dying. It was. <laughs> did I did send you? I did send you the thing from our WWE games where the Conquistador was actually Vince, right? Did you? See yeah. That? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. So it was it was one of the best segments on Raw all year. Uh, Kurt Angle is gonna get to be at, at Crown Jewel. And compete in the in the WWE World Cup, and it was just really funny. It was really funny. You know who I thought it was before I realized it was Kurt Angle. I was like, "Is that Rey Mysterio? No, that's too tall to be Rey Mysterio. Is that that's got to be Rey Mysterio, right?" I liked. I did like the shot also of like <laughs> Kurt like sitting outside of the ring and like. Baron Corbin eliminating people and Kurt's like looking at his nails and just sitting there like whistling and shit is really funny. Kurt so, is uh his comedic timing is good. Yeah. And asked backstage by uh not not Charlie Caruso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. There's so many of of, of not Renee Young's. Um Dude. she's like, I thought you were on vacation. He's like, I still am. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm really, ex- I'm really excited for Kurt Angle in the ring and to be back in general. Um, and uh, this might have some Survivor Series implications. We're a little too early on that, but Survivor Series is about five weeks away. So two weeks after Crown Jewel, if Crown Jewel still happens, do not fucking they don't end. I'm not stopped. My my secret hope is that we get um something cool at Survivor Series between the two brands. Hopefully something better. Did you did you watch Survivor Series last year? No, I started like a week a week or two like two weeks after. And the invasion angle was it was okay, but they could have done 
they could have done something more. The the ultimate complaint with Survivor Series, uh, and I think it's the reason Vince doesn't like it either, is that you're supposed to all of a sudden believe that these guys give a shit about what brand they're on when it's not talked about for the other 11 months of the year. So Yeah. Well, they, they the only other time they really did was at WrestleMania with... <laughs> They're like, you know, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, well, we're doing pretty good too. Yeah. Or, or I think they kind of did at SummerSlam. Uh, Paige was like, "Well, yeah. my guys are next." It's like that. Cool. That would make that would make sense because those are the two biggest shows of the year. Afterwards, we got cut from the rebroadcast. Ember Moon beat Nia Jax in a show of good, in, in the spirit of competition. Uh, Ember Moon won by countout, and then they embraced because they're friends. It was yes. the we have to have mo- two women segments on television, and this time we're gonna put them w- one after another. And who- yeah, guess who's back on Monday Night Raw? Um, AJ Lee. <laughs> they are in Chicago. <laughs> AJ Lee, AJ. I think the sign we're seeing kind of in this picture is the AJ Lee sign because there was a sign that said like, "Oh no, that was a, a super showdown." The sign said, "Please bring back AJ Lee, CM Punk," and there was someone else on there. I can't yeah, remember who it was. I saw that. Yeah. Trish Stratus is back for some Stratisfaction. She were cuts, you Stratisfied? She cut a pretty all right promo for being Canadian and not doing this for quite a while. <laughs> Yes. There was maybe one sorry in there, but otherwise. it's Her inflections on things are very Canadian. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's just talking about uh, Alexa Bliss's moment of bliss, which I'm glad they, they brought back because those leading up to, Wrestlema- to like WrestleMania and other stuff were really good. Real good, yeah. <laughs> That's, they're mean, like the ones with Nia were mean because it's just like her calling Nia a fat monster. Yeah. <laughs> but, the one where like she she said something about Nia like eating everything. What I remember is she, something like Alexa was going to give her rice bowl that they got they were at Chipotle and Alexa was going to give her rice bowl to a homeless woman and Nia just took it, it and was like laughing maniacally while eating it and like sl- smacking her mouth and like. Food was I'm falling all that over. You remembered this. I it's because it's it's this. because the mental image of Nia Jax maniacally laughing as she devours food messily is really funny to me. <laughs> just because, just <laughs> I don't see her being like that, and also it, it's very like excessive. So yeah. it's it's humorous. She definitely Alexa Bliss's lying is definitely on the level of like. That annoying eight-year-old cousin at the family barbecue who was telling you about how so-and-so came to her school, and then she, the celebrity, then took her out to lunch, and then ate ate dinner at her family's house, and you're just like, "What? I'm going to go ask your mom this." And she's like, "Wait, wait, no, no, don't go ask my mom. The celebrity did this. They didn't actually do that." And you're like, "Okay, this is a thing that happened to me. Yes, that's why it's." Uh... <laughs> uh, Alexa's uncle works at Nintendo and knows how to get peek-a-blue. I've never heard of Peekaboo, but that sounds awesome. I want to talk to Alexa's <laughs> uncle. Uh, yeah, they're like, "Hey, 
guess what, Grandma? You're gonna lose at evolution. And Mickey James is like, yeah, you suck. And then Trish Stratus is like, hey, why don't we do this right here, right now? Fuck. And uh, they didn't, but but then um, they're like, "Hey, guess what? I've got I've got a friend." And I'm like, "Oh, AJ Lee, come on!" Oh my god, <laughs> you're in I'm Chicago. glad it didn't even cross my mind while watching it because I would have died. And Alita came out, which is also cool. Yeah, Lita is pretty cool. Lita T's doing a, a high flying team extreme move, but. They escaped because we're not they're not getting paid to actually do anything to anyone until no, evolution. Not, yeah, not today. Save it. So uh Yeah, they condensed two matches. They combined yeah. it was originally Lita and Mickey James and Alexa and Trish. And now it's a tag team match, which is I think that's a good idea. They yeah, those I, didn't need to be two matches. I was kind of hoping um it, it opens I it makes me wonder like what the fuck they're gonna fill the card with though. There's three title matches. Over fifty women. And there's, it's like, who? there's three title matches: the Mae Young Classic and uh, this match. And while a complaint that we've had is that pay-per-view cards are too stacked, this is the one I want to be stacked because <laughs> it's the first ever all women's pay-per-view. Need to start with a bang, and they're wasting three fifths of it so far. Yeah, I, maybe Be- Bella Rousey will be good because I, I think that'll be pretty good. I, Nikki has shown that she can be a good heel. I don't know how they're gonna sell Nikki as being a legitimate threat to Ronda Rousey because I think without her using like heel tactics, I don't know. I haven't seen how she acts in ring as a bad guy. But if they just have her yeah, outright be either. strong, that fucks up a lot of stuff just in general, and I don't like that. I don't like the idea that Nikki Bella is stronger than, like, Nia Jax. That's, that's not believable. Yeah, I guess the idea is that you're just supposed to forget about forget about that. You're supposed to not think about how that would then mean that Nikki Bella is stronger than Nia Jax. But tr- <laughs> truly, I don't know what they're going to fill this card with. It's supposed to be over 50 <laughs> women. What, 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 else, what else are you going to do? The only thing I can think of is a battle royal. I don't know. You you yeah. You got all the, uh, you got all the title matches set, and you got one cool thing with legends. What the fuck else is? Are we gonna watch Jacqueline versus Ivory? Like, oh, did you see Bailey wants to wrestle Ivory yet? Uh, Evolution. That would be fine. I'm fine with ba- that. Honestly. She she tweeted that about it, and then Ivory was like, "Give me like a year to get in shape." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, I think the promise of over 50 women was probably a little too bold. Um, but yeah, this this is cool, condensing it into two matches, because I don't know if Bliss is legitimately injured. I don't know if that's, she actually has like an arm injury. But if she is, then it, it allows for her to not have to do so much work, because everyone wants to see Trish versus Mickey anyway, which is the other reason I think this is cool, because you get to do that again. Get to harken back to that one more time this year because we already did in the first ever. You you have to put a sound effect like a reverb on that first ever women's Royal Rumble. Bobby Roode and his son lost to. Uh, oh no, they they beat the Ascension, but essentially yeah, they fi- beat down by the. 
Authors of Pain. Yeah, that's I think the 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 Authors of Pain reboot was smart, and I think it's working. Yeah, it's believable that they're bad they're badasses who could who are scary and not to be messed with. And then there's also Drake Maverick. When Drake Maverick does something, I'll I'll be even more excited for that team. But he's just the manager, so. Yeah. Hey, at least his new leather jacket matches AOP's uh, military green. Yeah. Uh, stuff. Um, Paul, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I am here to promote Crown Jewel for a big ass check. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman cut a promo. Paul Heyman's good at promos. Sucks he has to do them for Brock Lesnar. Next. Hey, we got that rematch from Super Showdown. Uh, the Shield versus the Dogs of War. And, uh, it, it's good. It's, it's fun to watch. We've just yeah. been watching it for a really long time. I think the Super Showdown match was better. Uh, if the Super Showdown match went the way it did, but then the Shield lost, it would have been just as good. It was still a good match. The Shield lost, and then we get, um... Dean Ambrose walk away mad, upset. Hey, heel turn might still happen. I, I'd rather them keep the Shield together than have Dean Ambrose be teamed up with these guys. But... <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to have the Shield together for, like, a solid year, but... Like, I, I don't... It's... If he was leaving to even just be his own thing, he's like, you know what? They're kind of right. I'm just stuck being with you guys. I need to do stuff on my own. I'd rather that than I'm going to side with the other guys we're feuding with because... Because. I think that would be the case. I think he would definitely um, just leave and do his own thing. But that's Monday Night Raw, unless you got any final thoughts on Monday Night Raw. Nope! All right, let's move on to the good show, SmackDown Live. <laughs> let's move on to the the good one. All uh, right, uh, women's champion Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. We cut from announcers talking about shit into them just in the ring. They're not wasting any fucking time with entrances. Yeah, that was Who cares wild. about these women? Um, <laughs> There's no theatrics or pageantry in professional wrestling. These two put on a pretty good match, and I think the setup, at least the, it's a wasted match because double count out, meh, but it's set up for a last woman standing match for the first ever main roster last woman standing match, which has potential to be good. I had a feeling that the match was going to end in a similar way because towards the end of it, they were just exhausted. The announced team was like... They both seem kind of jet-lagged. Right, yeah. I did notice that stuff happening, too. And um, there was there's great moments. There's spear, multiple spears being kicked out of. Kicking out of a natural selection. I think she countered a spear, too, which was pretty good-looking. Yeah. But it's pretty predictable in terms of, like, well, some people didn't get to watch the pay-per-view. Some people here don't even know that the pay-per-view existed, so we gotta do the same thing we did Saturday. She gets her belt and walks off. But then there was a good twist to it at the The spear through the LED board. 
that Which they looked did... like it really fucked up Charlotte's <laughs> hand. I don't know if that was a work. Yeah. Like if there was someone like putting makeup on her hand or something while she was I down there. F- I feel like it was a work. Because it, it, it doesn't look like blood. It, it, it could have just been like like severe scratches, but yeah. I didn't watch Mixed Match Challenge, so I wouldn't know. I'm imagining for kayfabe re- reasons, it was like taped up. Speared <laughs> through the LED board that remained there the whole night, which yeah. I think is excellent because it, it just reminds you that something fucking nuts happened. It is a permanent monument yeah. to this vi- rivalry for the next hour and a half of this show, <laughs> which is awesome. The rivalry is good. It's a pretty good rivalry, albeit a little confusing at first, but uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it right now. The World Cup qualifiers continued on SmackDown, or not qualifiers, I guess the Battle Royale was a qualifier. So we have two matches, uh, the first of which was Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy. My mom heard Jeff Hardy's name, she's excited, and then she saw who he was against, and she's like, oh... He's not going to win, is he? I was like, I don't know, Mom. Because I didn't. Yeah. It's sad that your mom has, like, as a Jeff Hardy fan, is now, like, in the mental equivalent state of a Cleveland Browns fan because of everything that's happened over the summer. She's just like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Jeff Hardy beat Samoa Joe because the ref stopped the match. I always think ref stoppage is a cool way to end a match. So I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, it it allows for a lot of things in the future too, like uh, yeah, like Joe wanting to get retribution on Jeff for what he thought was a bullshit conclusion to their last bout. And uh, I I think this is this is Joe. If after this happened, that's when my brain clicked because the match later is Randy Orton versus The Big Show. So my thing clicked in my brain. And I was like, Kurt Angle's already won. John Cena's in it. It's mostly going to be like older guys that are going to be in yeah. this. It's it's yeah. going to be it's kind of like a, here's a tribute to your legacy kind of thing, more so than it's like it's kind of like what's what's the two belts in Impact? It's like there's the Impact belt and then the X Division belt. Yeah. And the X Division belt is the one that like has like actually the more talented people are like. People, in like, that division, yeah, it's it's more of like the Seth Rollins would get that as opposed to like a a big big guy getting the Universal title. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, like you said, uh, like you said, they have the Big Show, Randy Orton. You think it's going to be older guys uh, just in the in the World Cup at Crown Jewel, and that is corroborated entirely. By the announcement that was made later on in the show, we'll just talk about it now because it's not really tied to anything, that at SmackDown 1000 next week in D.C., uh, one of the World Cup qualifier matches is just going to be a fucking dream match. United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura against the returning for a permanent period of time, Rey Mysterio. Six, one, nine! Holy shit. A dream match. That match is going to be incredible. I hope he yeah. counters a Kinshasa with a 619. <laughs> oh my god, please. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> Shinsuke like, falls into the ropes and he immediately... Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. 
Oh, ma- imagine getting that all-in paycheck, and then you get to get fat WWE uh, memorial paychecks. Like, hey, people know <laughs> who you are. Here's a fat-ass paycheck. Also, you got to wrestle at the biggest indie pay-per-view to ever happen. Here's a definitely not nearly as big paycheck, but that's a pretty big honor. Also, get ready to fly to Saudi Arabia at the beginning of next month and collect another big paycheck. <laughs> and then get ready to win the Royal Rumble in January. <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit. Do, do you know, I, I saw someone that say that Raven Studio should be on 205 Live as like a part-timer, which is definitely true. But what I think it should be is he should be like a random event in a video game where you know how if you get like wild wasteland or just sometimes you'd be walking in fallout and a scripted event will happen or like he should be like the mysterious stranger where like tjp comes out for a match and he's like that's right i want that belt buddy murphy and then it stands there for a while and you you expect uh buddy murphy to come out and then Rey mysterio just comes out <laughs> Yeah, that would be, and that'd be a good incentive. That's a good way to get the crowd like hot. Yeah. To start because it's now it's now filmed before SmackDown. Rey yeah. Mysterio is a good way to start 205 Live and to start that like three hours of taping. Four, and, I, think I think it's four now. Yeah. And you, there isn't like a set. You, they don't do a set pattern for it. He just pops up sometimes. Sometimes it could be back to back weeks. Sometimes it could be like a five six week wait in between. But if you you establish that it could happen. People are definitely going to show up to the arena early enough to catch 205 Live because they want to see Rey Mysterio, and it's just fun. <laughs> and you can you can vastly improve the uh, the notoriety of um, Kalisto and Lince Dorado by having him like don't make Rey Mysterio a member of the Lucha House Party, but make him be like, I see you guys, I see what you're doing. I'm a luchador <laughs> too. You guys are good. <laughs> Like that, yeah, yeah, that would be excellent. He should definitely be on there sometimes. But the Royal Rumble thing you said, I mean, it it is going to be between him, Kenny Omega, and Ricochet. So, <laughs> one and only. You mean Champa? Ooh, that's the Ooh. only reason Champa got has music now on NXT is because he's going to be at the Rumble. In the Rumble, yeah, probably. You're probably <laughs> right, yeah. No one will survive. That's good music, too. Yeah. Hey, there was an episode of Miz TV where uh, the Miz had his guests, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, just make fun of how he cannot last while fucking Maurice. So, that's pretty good. I, I like, I like, uh, sex. was it Byron or I think it was Corey Graves who said, you know, two minutes is the national average. That's well above the national average. So I'm fully willing to believe that Corey can't last in bed. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Poor Corey Graves. The, the Miz did the thing where he gets the two people worked up. And it's the thing happened where they're like, we're not falling for that, Miz. And then they kind yeah. of do in a different way. And it's always, yeah. it, it's very fun to watch how as they're like getting close, as Dana Bryan and AJ Styles are like getting closer in each other's face, the Miz is slowly backing out of the ring to by the time they, everyone notices, he's <laughs> behind the rope on the apron. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I think with this one, it, it, it worked in his favor, but I don't think he actually got them to be upset with each other. I think it was more of like, he got them excited that they're going to face each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then the Miz, they said something, they were saying something about like, I'm going to beat you. And then the Miz was like, well, you know who did beat Daniel Bryan last week? And then Shelton <laughs> Benjamin came out and wrestled a pretty good match against AJ Styles. Yeah, but <laughs> Shelton Benjamin isn't beating yeah, he's not win. WWE champion. I like how Styles. on commentary, the Miz and Daniel Bryan... <laughs> just praised Shelton Benjamin for like a solid minute and they were like well maybe he should be facing AJ Styles at <laughs> Crown Jewel and Daniel Bryan was like yeah maybe he should be but I won and it's like oh my god okay. <laughs> and Vince was like no I'm next so whoever wins we get to see go against the myths so I hope and it's I AJ Styles <laughs> and I believe I think Daniel Bryan I think Daniel Bryan will win at Crown Jewel or what the the next pay per view because maybe they'll do it again because of some like false ending or something like that TLC yeah that'd be a good and way to go into the new year with Dan- yeah with Daniel Bryan as WWE champion then they'll do maybe like a rematch or AJ Styles will just fuck off for a little bit who knows yeah um, but I do think I seriously think Daniel Bryan versus the Miz will be the main event of WrestleMania maybe the Miz will find a way to you know, worm his way into some triple threat and then beat Daniel Bryan. And then, you know, Paige is like, there's nothing I can do. And then Daniel Bryan has to win the Rumble, which he then does. You know, that's... There's a lot of people banking on Daniel Bryan winning the Rumble, aren't they? I I definitely am. There's, There's no reason he shouldn't. There's absolutely no reason he shouldn't. And I can't see anyone else that would be positioned properly... At this point in time, to win the the rumble, <laughs> he's back. He needs momentum. He needs a title shot for WrestleMania. Give it to him. <laughs> he he absolutely should win that. But yeah, Styles beat uh, Shelton Benjamin, and then more importantly, not related to that at all, we got to find out the rest of what happened in Milwaukee. Our nice guys. Our nice guys. Our nice guys. Our nice guys. Or not yeah. That's what that uh, was. Yeah. He definitely should have been wearing a fedora during this. <laughs> Poor yeah. Aiden English. This so, this segment it, it went exactly like you think it would. Yep. It's <laughs> it they continued the full clip and he's like it's she's like, I want you to know how much how important you've been to Rusev Day, and how much he, you, how much he loves you, and we love you, and we're all this a ha- nice, happy family. And he's like, "Oh, thanks," and then he tries to push himself onto Lana. He leans in for the kiss, and he pauses it again. And then, in the most CSI New York fucking NCIS bullshit writing that has ever been, if I was one of these two, I would have questioned this shit. <laughs> neither, the, Aiden, neither of them are technology savvy enough to think that. True. Aiden says, for the sake, this is a PG show, for the sake of the families here, I won't show this. And Lana says, oh, but I will, 
because we hacked you and we have control. How did the, is is she is she like a, a net runner from Cyberpunk or something and she did this in her with her fucking neural mod in her head? Like what is no, she like, she's just like, hacking him? Like after after losing to Becky Lynch, she woke up on a surgical table and was like, I never asked for this. It's the opening of RoboCop, but instead of Alex Murphy, it's Lana. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's Lana Day. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> the password on Aiden English's phone is I love Rusev, <laughs> which is uh, an entirely different discussion to be had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Rusev too, but I think Aiden loves Rusev more than anyone here's, else. Here's the logic I was struggling with. How can they continue the video with the password to his phone? I don't get that. Well, the phone is connected to the Titantron in the back, and they have, like, an, an intern typing it in. This is... It's a, it took me, like, a second to think that, and I was, like, comfortable with it. I was like, that's probably what's happening, I guess. Or, Lana and Rusev are Cyberpunk 2077 Mike Pondsmith plants in this world, and they are doing this... In their mind. So, so yeah, Aiden ran off, and uh, yeah. I guess Rusev chased him around, and then Aiden yeah. ran off, and, and that was it. Yeah, So at a certain point he held, Rusev was like, who are you going to pick, your hot wife or me? Hmm. Hmm. Who, who are you going to pick? The guy who won't stop talking about Fortnite, or you're a hot wife. <laughs> Rusev, Rusev, you have to see the new emotes. He's like jumping on the bed at 5 a.m. after Epic <laughs> releases season 7. The new emotes, and the new skins, There's and the a Tommy Gun's back. There's a T-pose. There's a T-pose it- emote. And he's T-posing on top of the bed while Lana and Rusev <laughs> are sleeping. At 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Rusev and Lana have definitely woken up to Andy English's tea posing in the hotel room, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 tea posing, but he's not like so they're sleeping in one bed, it's like a double room, so they're sleeping in one bed, and he's playing Fortnite on the TV on his Switch, and then every time he gets a kill he tea poses. It's like you do weird <laughs> things when you're like by yourself and no one's around, so he thinks they're completely asleep <laughs> and he's just doing weird ass shit. So he's like T-posing every time, or like every time he gets a kill, he flosses with the Joy-Cons in each hand. Yeah. If that's not an option in Fortnite, they should make it on the Switch, where if you start flossing with the Joy-Cons, your character starts flossing. Holy shit, that's a really good idea. They already implemented Gyro Aim, so they could do this too. Yeah, so um, sw- Switch players have an advantage over other console players. Alright. You can emote whenever you want. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this main event that was really bad. Why was this the main event? Why? Because people... People like reason, Randy Orton and The Big Show is known. No. This this didn't feel like, like a main Orton, event. They don't like The Big Show. This didn't feel like a main event match. The only thing I can think of is these two uh, kind of legacy dudes there. Yeah, and it was The Big Show's first match since, like... He got thrown out of the cage by Braun. That was yeah, the last was time he... Over a year. Over over a year ago. It was like 13 months ago, yeah. So, yeah, that's why it was a big deal. Big Show's not a draw. He's not going to get the crowd off their feet. They, there was not a lot of cheering for The Big Show. Uh, and, I mean, people like Randy Orton, so this is really simple. What's going to happen? RKO, 
Randy Orton moves on in the World Cup qualifier. They need two more guys from SmackDown, and they need two more guys from Raw, right? Or is it four guys per show? I'm I, I'm not sure, but I imagine it's... I think it's four guys per show. Yeah, I think it's eight people who are going to be in it. Yeah, okay. So then they need... Uh, no. Yeah, they need four, two more guys on each show then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so, yeah... That was the worst end of SmackDown that has happened all year. Pro- yeah. Usually the, s- usually the ends of broadcasts aren't, are like, there's something that happens that you care about, so it keeps you watching. This was Randy Orton wins to have a chance at a trophy that they'll hopefully not forget about. They'll forget about it. They'll forget <laughs> about it. They absolutely will. Uh, so yeah, that's SmackDown. Randy Orton beat Big Show. What a what a surprise! Uh, let's talk about Mae Young Classic. Okay. Real real quick, because this felt like a really fast episode. It kind of uh, was. Yeah, I, I think it was only like forty minutes when I was watching it. That's how uh, the past few have been. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because there's less like. Uh, vignette stuff about the performers and more just like, hey, they 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 get to wrestle. Yeah. So, we started with uh, Zayuxis versus uh, Io Shirai, and uh, yeah. and this is Zayuxis' uh, like dream match. Is oh they've wrestled in Japan cool. together. They said that on commentary. They've wrestled in Japan together. Well, at like the same time, but they never had a match against each other or anything. Yeah. So it was very important to. Zuxi's that she got this match, but she's facing a real life Tekken character. So <laughs> with Tekken music, so yes, uh, they they're both people who are very believable from a high flying position. They're both real legit high flyers. So when they were up there and Michael Cole was calling the Spanish fly, that was a very exhausting moment for me. <laughs> uh, but this match pretty much ended how I expected it to end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when is I sure I gonna have every single belt? When is she gonna be the first woman to hold the universal title? Probably, probably by uh, WrestleMania twenty twenty. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Won't be that much longer. Notes and highlights: Zeuxes had a cool ring jacket, but Shirai had the cooler mask. <laughs> Combine them. <laughs> Let Shirai wear the the jacket too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was uh, Io moves on. That's what we were pretty much. What I was pretty much expecting. Yeah. Um. So the next match was Zia Lee versus Diana Perazzo, who is Italian. Did you know that, Jory? I couldn't have guessed with a name like that, or the way she looks, or the way she has like a a Lamborghini badge logo, or how her. In entrance music sounds like Forza menu music. I couldn't have guessed. Or I bet I doubt that tattoo on her is in Italian. Yeah. Or her nickname being the Virtuoso. Hey. <laughs> but she does a Japanese move, the Fujiwara armbar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do, do you know? Do you know who was watching this match? Ricochet. ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> is, well does it, ricochet. Is, doesn't Ricochet look like just the coolest guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he looks like a cool guy. You see it like a nice like 
a relaxing bar where there's yeah. it's not like 900 volume music with people shouting it's just like like smooth jazz is playing and everyone's just enjoying themselves i imagine ricochet S- hangs out of places like that smooth jazz or like 80s synth wave like yeah at a, at a reasonable volume we just sound like we're talking about hipster bars but if you think of nice bars if you think a bar that isn't loud and people are just trying to fuck is a hipster bar then I, yeah i don't like those bars those are just clubs basically and they're not fun yeah but you know what's fun may young classic this did, did this match was uh was Pretty also solid. it was solid it was also uh i knew what was gonna happen oh you knew yeah you used you used future vision i used precognition to know that the most over woman in this in the indies and in this competition is probably gonna win <laughs> y- yeah the Dion most over american uh, yeah okay <laughs> i was gonna say tony and and uh shirai are, are there but yeah definitely the most over american and uh she definitely did win with that double fujiwara armbar that looks really painful it probably is yeah it looks it looks very painful and uh it's exciting perazzo moves on i like perazzo I didn't think a whole lot. Uh, I hadn't seen her a whole lot before this started, but it's growing on me. I like that this notes here mention that uh, Ricochet was wearing a pork pie hat. Jesus. Okay. sure was, yeah. <laughs> hey, the next match was uh, Tegan Knox versus Nicole Matthews. I don't like Nicole Matthews. I don't know if I said that last time she wrestled, but something about her is uncomfortable. And she just makes me uncomfortable. Uh... You said something about her being like that scary girl in, in <laughs> yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah, scary girl in high school that wears pajamas to class. That's her. <laughs> yeah. And Tegan Knox has cool pop punk entrance music. So. And the shiniest wizard. Yep. And I bet her and Manju's hang out all the time. And she has a wicked cannonball, which she used to then set up the shiniest wizard by. Uh, by way of Nicole Matthews' face, and <laughs> end of the match, effectively moving on to face Rio Ripley in the semifinals. <laughs> Rip. That's gonna that's gonna be quite the match. I'm excited for Tegan Knox. <laughs> she did. She felt a little more active in this match and compared to her first round one, but it it wasn't very long. I don't know if they're like limiting the time that she actually wrestles, or she's limiting the time that she actually wrestles, but. I said last time that I wasn't super impressed, but I am intrigued now. I want to see more. <laughs> she definitely needs to get that. <laughs> Before she does anything big on for this company, she needs to like take a long enough break to get past those leg worries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she'll probably wear the brace forever, just as a cautionary thing, and to keep a lot of like pressure and weight off of it while doing stuff. Yeah, just to help a little bit, but which is which is it 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 fits really well, you know. Doing the shining wizard, you do the shining wizard with your brace knee, extra damage. It's just how equipping characters in RPGs works. Uh, but it it also uh, it could be her thing. <laughs> like yeah, like I said, Nox moving on to face Ripley. And then our last match was uh, Mama Mia Yim. 
ex-knockouts champion yeah. Mama Mia Yim versus ex-divas champion Caitlyn. I didn't watch Mia Yim's qualifying match or Caitlyn's qualifying match. And also, I got was very uncomfortable in the vignette where Mia Yim, Yim called herself a Blasian baddie. That That made me like... I don't like that term. I understand if she likes it, she can use it to describe herself. It makes me uncomfortable. Because it just makes me think of, like, those people in high school who just say weird shit. Yeah. It always makes me a little, eh, when people are super identifying by their, uh, by their race. Here's Um, the thing. Like, in in, in like, a, in that kind of way, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with it overall, obviously, like, but... Here's here's why here's what sold it for me on her is she's from South Korea. Obviously, her dad was in the Air Force, or is okay. or was, because okay. uh, <coughs> if she's from South Korea. But her finisher is Seoul food. Seoul as in the capital of Korea, and Seoul food as in historically black cuisine. That is genius. It's very it's very good. Uh, and I, Mia Yim's really cool, and she's gonna be here for a long time. And she's training. She's gonna move more into submissions because she's training with uh, the the other three horsewomen that are in NXT. She's yeah, she living lives with, with them, them and training with them. Yeah, who were there watching? So, yeah, yeah, all three of them. So maybe I, I don't know. I don't think she'll ever be put in a stable with them, but. Yeah. And I, I have to comment real quick that Shayna Baszler was wearing a bolt thrower shirt, which is like a nerdy uh, black met like death metal band from the eighties who like all of their album art looks like Warhammer or like Dungeons and Dragons book paintings. So okay. I feel like Shayna Baszler is probably cool as a person, but <laughs> keep working I'm- on the wrestling. <laughs> I imagine she definitely is, and she's she's getting there with the with the like, I don't know. There's just something overall that feels weird about it. That feels like, uh, I don't know. I'll, we'll say this quick and then get to the actual badge. It doesn't feel like she's given a hundred percent out there. Okay, yeah, I I might agree with that. <laughs> So the big thing played up during uh, Mia Yim versus Caitlyn was Mia Yim's hand because she chopped it on the one of the ring posts in the <sighs> opening, and she she really did it. She really chopped it. She did not like slow down and then hit it with her wrist. Her like her like loose fingers from flying through the air hit that post <laughs> at top speed. So I don't I don't know how she was able to do that. That's a lot of mental fortitude. And then. Uh, it, Caitlin used it often throughout the match to manipulate it. Yeah. To... Especially that that submission. That was terrifying. This this match had me on the edge of my seat. There's so many moments where you think you think Caitlin's gonna win. You think she's gonna get a retribution. She was Divas champion, now she has to lead in an era where they're just women and not divas. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's one thing I'll really say about Caitlyn is, you know, and maybe some of the other CWFP listeners know, I have watched through most of AJ Lee's run, so I did see a lot of Caitlyn, and uh, 
Caitlyn is way different as a wrestler now in 2018 <laughs> in comparison to 2013. She is just higher energy and does so many, like, I don't want to say exotic, but I might as well, exotic type wrestling things now. The cannonballs, uh, the the drop kicks. that's not exactly stuff she was doing five years ago when she was Divas Champion. And it's really cool to see this, like, renaissance one per one single wrestler has had and what it took for her to get there and why did she, she didn't quit originally losing, yeah why did she quit wwe originally uh i think she had something going on i think i think that she just fell off and then they released her like in 2014 15 ish I, I don't know I don't know why she stopped wrestling. I know she went through a lot of mental health stuff, and she's talked about uh, bad marriage that she's now out of. So I believe that she's just getting getting her her groove back, and this was this was proof of that. She's an incredible wrestler who I'm sad that there hasn't been an announcement that she has signed yet. I'd like to see her in some capacity in NXT, or even just she. It would be a cool way. To bolster out the the raw women's division, you know, bring back a uh, an old friend with a fresh face and a new set of moves. But yeah, Yim did end up beating her. I know the final, so I will plead the fifth because Reddit spoiler thing is uh, the darkest gray you can get without it being black. So I accidentally read through an article. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's. It's going to be a good rest of the tournament, and I'm very excited for the finals at Evolution. Caitlin will definitely be at Evolution, right? I hope so. I was actually thinking about that after that match ended. I was like, you know what? Even if she didn't win and she's not signing long-term, let her be there to, you know... She was there during the give divas a chance, you know, they're a joke kind of thing. They're an afterthought. Let her be a part of the, you know, their... There's equity, you know. Let her be part of the equity. Um, yeah. So you got any final thoughts on this week's episode of May Young Classic? Where's more? Where's more? Where's more? Where's more? AJ Lee. AJ, AJ Lee. AJ, AJ Lee. Lee. All right, AJ you want to run us through Mixed Match Challenge real fast? Um, The Raw match was just a wrestling match. There wasn't any comedy. So who who I was, was that? It was B&B versus Monster Eclipse. Guess okay. who won? Airbnb. Bailey pinned Ember Moon. No. The, wow. Okay. The monster among men hasn't lost, besides his uh, his loss, he hasn't lost in a regular match involving him with uh, since Elimination Chamber. All the other stuff has been countouts or tag matches that he was not the one pinned. So, <laughs> he's okay, not, so there was a fifty-fifty that they were gonna that they were gonna win. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see them losing to Bailey and Finn Balor. Sad and indicative of what's happened to Bailey and Balor since coming to main roster. <laughs> we got we got cool stuff like Finn Balor picking up Bailey and kind of running her towards Ember Moon for her, for a Bailey Conrana. <laughs> And then we got the good match, which is Fabulous Truth versus the Phenomenal Flair, which we got, you know, the what's up, people over there. What's up? What's up? 
and uh, you were right. Charlotte Flair's hand was taped up, and she threatened. Yeah. She threatened to chop uh, Carmella, but it it uh, she wasn't gonna do it. So because it would hurt, but then she did it anyway, and then like shook her hand like ouchy, ooh, ow, ow. Oh, and okay. there was also dance break, dancing. Yeah. We're dancing again. Can you hear the dance? And uh, Charlotte doesn't know how to dance. And then I looked it up, and I guess uh, Naomi showed her, she tried to twerk with Naomi. And I'm glad I didn't see that live because I would have uh, destroyed my TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> his TV's mounted on the wall. I'm imagining Jory ripping the TV off the wall and like tombstone pile driving it into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, that's uncomfortable and weird. But this time, there was. AJ Styles can like actually kind of dance. I believe that he's southern. I believe that he can. All southern, most southern people know one dance pretty well. He can do like cool, like pop and lock kind of moves. And then all all Charlotte did was the uh, uh, Ric Flair walk. Okay, that makes sense. So, and then our <laughs> uh, truth and Carmella flossed. <laughs> Hell yes, Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. I'm a sick fuck, I like a V-Buck. I'm a sick fuck, I like a (laughs) V-Buck. And who won? Well, I mean, I can guess, but let's tell the the listeners. (laughs) The phenomenal flair. Okay. Well, do you know what the matches are for next week? The other thing, the other spot that you need to watch is um, they they kept like... Doing like, can you do this? And then R Truth did the jump up splits, and then AJ Styles tried to do it, and then he oh god, he hurt his balls trying to do that. Oh damn! Okay, I need <laughs> to see that. But next week they they teased uh, Natalia not having a partner, and my brain, I cannot figure out who it could be. Who on Raw is going to be willing to be on this that they want to put in? I don't see Seth Rollins being in this. I no, don't see not. Roman Reigns definitely isn't. Well, definitely not. Nor Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose it's probably going to be Baron Corbin. Renee Young won't let Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Baron Corbin, I maybe. That's the only one I can think of. Uh, Bobby Roode, maybe. Yeah, not Chad Bobby Gable. Roode is actually probably more likely than yeah. It's probably going to be Bobby Roode. That's the only one I can think of. Heath Slater, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, that would be. Slater would that be would good. be good because put the comedy guy, put the dude who has some of the best comedic timing in the company on the comedy show. Come on. Yeah, but if he's got kids. He's got kids. She's got cats. Got cats. She's got she- cats. She's got cats. Yes. <laughs> yes, please, God, yes. This already works. <laughs> and Tyson Kidd doesn't pay attention to Natalia when she's wrestling, so he won't get jealous. <laughs> Based it, on what we've seen of Total Divas, he never... Not that we've ever watched nope, it, but he never... It's, it's not the main storyline of any episode that focuses on Italia as her being mad that he's... His, all his attention isn't just on her. <laughs> um, That's this week. There's two more weeks of May Young Classic, and uh, MMC's going on till TLC. Cameron, what do you got to plug... 
Excited for SmackDown 1000 next week. You want to see me tweet about video games and sports and wrestling, follow me on Twitter at Cam Hambone. Um, yep, that's 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 about it. Maybe I have one other thing to say. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be watching some old SmackDown episodes in, over the next couple of days to get excited for SmackDown 1000. Are you going to watch a bunch of Evolution? I might watch part of the Evolution collection, but I think I'm just going to go and watch, like, two weeks of SmackDown from, like, 99, 2000, two weeks of it from, like, 2004, and then two weeks of it from, like, 2010 or, like, sometime through 13. Just to, like, you know, marinate in the mold SmackDown juices so I can get ready for anybody they might throw at us next Tuesday. The Rock. Hopefully. Jory, what do you got to plug? I have a Twitter, twitter.com, at Jory, tweeting about stuff and other things I do, like my One Piece podcast. We are watching One Piece, where I watch One Piece and then talk about it, because I haven't watched all of it before, and there's a lot of it. I'm about a fourth of the way through after two years, 250-some episodes in. There's a lot of One Piece. Jesus. There's an episode that went up recently about the end of the Water 7 arc, and it's cool because Luffy is invading a giant pirate prison. Well, not a prison, but, like, if he raided the Supreme Court, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Which hopefully he does. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Luffy is Antifa. Every Shonen main character is. Goku is... It's... uh, They're against a major fascist authority. Frieza is a fascist. <laughs> yeah. People get bad, but that's just this, that's just that's what uh, the truth. That's yeah. that's what most fantasy media is, um, and it's it's good. It's on on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, except for Spotify, because Spotify won't accept SoundCloud links for hosting. Okay, Spotify weird. Under we are watching One Piece. And uh, Interstitial Hearts Intertwined ended last week, and it's a good time. Uh, all 15 episodes are available on the public feed, but if you pay $1 right now to the Got It Memorized Patreon, you can get all the one-shots that happened. Uh, because my I'm bad at scheduling and busy because wrestling takes up 90 years a week. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a one-shot eventually, but they're all neat. They're not exactly tied to the story we told in the first season, nor will be th- they be connected to the story they're doing in season two with a new cast and a different GM and stuff. Um, so if, you, if you're worried about like continuity or something, just have fun. It's based on Kingdom Hearts, and Kingdom Hearts is nonsense anyways. And yeah, so Interstitial Hearts Intertwined on every platform except for SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, except for Spotify, for the same reasons I just said. <laughs> Spotify hates SoundCloud. Yeah, even though Spotify was going to buy SoundCloud, which they should. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, that's all I have. I don't so know what else to talk about. Six is coming out. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Hopefully I don't get smashed on that online too much. What about you, Jory? You got anything playing Yakuza? I'm going to beat it soon. Hell yeah. And then you're going to play Kiwami, right? 
Nope, it's not out yet on Steam. Oh, shit. Damn. I'm going to play maybe more Forza until... Okay. um, the world end with ends with you. I can buy that. It comes out tomorrow. I thought it came out next year, but they pushed it be- pushed it forward. So they, they literally said it's coming out in like fall, and then they delayed it to like February, and then they brought it back up to fall. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so maybe I'll buy that. Anyways, you know who probably likes Kingdom of Hearts in WWE? Dean Kurt Andrew. Hawkins. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> Other <laughs> loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued.